What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Hope y'all are having a great day so far. Hope you're having a good Christmas season so far. And I'm very excited about this upcoming episode, and I'll tell you why. I've said it a million times before. This podcast is for y'all, 100% for y'all. If it weren't for y'all listening to it, we wouldn't have any reason to do it, right? So we try our best to cover every topic, every question that y'all send in. And we've had several asking us wanting to do a waterfowl podcast. And honestly, I've probably neglected that a little bit because I wanted to wait till I could find the perfect person to do it. And that's what we did. Today, I'll be with TJ Mallet, who is the owner of Black Duck Waterfowl. It's a, he has an outfitting business in Canada and in Arkansas. And look, this guy is probably one of the most waterfowl hunting crazed individuals i've ever met and knows his stuff from top to bottom has a very interesting story so if you're a duck hunter if you uh, to any degree doesn't matter if you're the novice to someone who's been doing it for years and has absolutely eaten up with it i promise you you enjoy this episode you'll learn some stuff and yeah we're just going to dive right into it so i hope you enjoy it and lastly if you want to do us a big big favor please take some time i promise it doesn't take long Head on over to our page on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. Hope you enjoy the show. One more time, and we're rolling. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, today on Speak the Language podcast, I'm with TJ Mallet. First and foremost, man, thanks for thanks for coming on today. Lake, thanks for having me, man. I'm tickled to be here. It's right up the road, and I mean... You know, can't beat it. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't realize you were that close at first, and then we—I know it like took a little while to like figure out the times when we would both be close to the same place at the same time. Right, right, right. It worked out. It worked worked out real good. I mean, heck, ten minutes up the road in Madison. I mean, you know, can't beat it. Can't no. beat it being right here in God's <laughs> country, baby. <laughs> Absolutely cannot. Uh, so we like I, we got together because of a mutual friend. Uh, I don't know if you know that. I but didn't know that. Yeah, what, that what, BC Rogers. Oh, yeah. BC is one of he he actually married me and my wife, and I have BC is one of my favorite people of all time. He's if good, you don't like BC, you don't like anybody. Exactly. He's that kind of guy, it, and so we we're talking about, is. and I've never heard anything but good things about you from him. And when BC says something about that, I t- like you know about a person, I take that at face value. So I'm like, well, he's got to be a pretty good guy then. Oh man, well that, <laughs> that means the world come for him. And yeah. don't don't believe every single story he tells you. But you know, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I love BC and Kim. Yeah. They're them and Ren and I. Yeah. They're they're great over there. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. Kim is a trip. Oh, she's oh, a I funny mean, individual. Absolutely, she is hell on wheels, and I we we <laughs> love it. Ashton, is that, I mean, that's one of her favorite people of all time yeah. we, i mean you, can, you can, we have such a good time with them you can't if you can't have a good time with them i mean yeah sorry about your luck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right right so uh guys we'll get to like like the so the reason tj's here today is uh like i said this before we do this podcast um like we we build this thing for the people that are listening to it right and right. several times uh we ask it on here we ask it on the Instagram, the Facebook page, Primo's, all that. I've asked it on my own personal pages. Like, send us what you want to hear. And we've gotten requests for waterfowl-related podcasts of all kinds of whatsoever. Yeah. And I will stand here and say that I have neglected that for a while. <laughs> like, I just have. Because, I mean, like, I grew up duck hunting. Right. Well, I, I started, the first time I duck hunted, I was like in 10th or 10th grade in high school or something like that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I've spent a good time doing it. I love doing it. Uh, but I'm not going to claim to be, you know, the most knowledgeable person on the subject. Right. And no, so, I understand. And, uh, you know. Well, you, it's, well, it's funny. I mean, I, it's, uh, you know, in seventh grade, I, I blew a dang duck call in the seventh grade talent show. And it wasn't as cool then, I promise you, as it is now. <laughs> it is as, as, as it's caught on now. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a – I mean – that's what i got hooked on when first went when i was five and i mean you know i figured everybody loved it as much as i did and yeah. i mean that was all i could think about when you know especially around here you i mean you're from brandon i'm from madison and you know m- most most folks it was is deer hunting and, and, yeah. and turkey hunting then right um but i was you know duck hunting is just what what had me hooked and yeah. i mean i mean fell in love and i mean got addicted and i mean it was it was just i mean it, over after that before i even knew it i mean yeah so it's uh i mean you know from i started you know just like you and i both did public land my daddy right. started hauling me in when i was five years old i mean could 
couldn't afford waders for me, so he he got a <laughs> eighteen wheeler inner tube tire from <laughs> from the the truck the, yeah. the the store there, and he uh, got it filled up and got uh, some got a <laughs> trash can lid and flipped that sucker upside down and tied a rope to the the inner tube and a rope to his waders and put my little button there and my little single shot 20 gauge and got some funny looks getting toted off through the sunflower green tree i'm gonna tell so you so you're what. just you're just floating around on oh, this tire yeah flo- floating around just you know watching you know <laughs> just just happy to be one of the guys out there and, you know i didn't know any better and then you know thinking about that now it's, i mean it's funny you know where, where we come from to, yeah. you know the things we get to are fortunate enough to see now yeah you know, it's, it's it's wild to me like it's always interesting to me to hear what like sticks with people yeah you know what i mean like because you know i it's uh and we haven't really gotten into like what what all you have done and still do with with waterfowl hunting um and we're definitely going to get into that but like it's just interesting to me you know like you have that background and then you know i mean how much of your life now is 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 can be attributed to duck hunting you know i, I mean i met my wife because i was guiding i mean I, it'd be easier to name off the things that aren't attributed to my life because of duck hunting that'd yeah. be a whole lot shorter list I understand. for sure yeah for sure. so so what like you know now you have your outfit and you know business that you that you have and all that right right so kind of walk me through how you got there like from from the kid yeah. that was getting pulled around on the on the 18 wheeler tire 18 wheeler tire yeah what what all you know what all have you done between there to, to land you outfitting man so from from there it was I, I was just so obsessed with it and my dad um i mean to his credit he would take me out every single chance we could it'd be public land we you know kill some wood ducks a mallard here too there yeah. you know in the yeah. flooded timber in the mm-hmm. delta national you know and then um took to duck calling when i was seven and actually my very first duck call was all uh, primo's winch yeah i got for christmas and actually <laughs> i mean i still got that video clip of opening it up for christmas blowing it and tickled to death and yeah we figured out what duck calling contests were because i picked it up kind of just had the i guess a little natural knack for blowing a duck call right yeah be able to repeat those sounds and did some duck calling contests when i was younger and when i was nine went up to stuttgart and um once i got to stuttgart and uh started hunting the woods up there i mean it it, it was over for me i mean i fell in love right uh, yeah and then i started guiding um in high school here in mississippi during you know my christmas break and then went to uh graduated from Ole Miss, and while I was there the whole time, I, with how the Christmas breaks and everything worked out, I got it in Arkansas. Yeah, um, and that's a, and and actually one of the things that I was even on the way over here thinking, you know, some things to talk about that, you know, I'll have I'll have a ton of people ask me, you know, on you know Instagram and different things, you know, how do you you know get to do what you're doing and right. it, it don't work out for everybody no. every, you know it, no. I mean, it just it just doesn't i've been fortunate you know you got to have a lot of mm. things fall your way i've been yeah. fortunate yeah. a lot of times but um making the most of those opportunities but is an education and I, yeah. I really really stress that to so many people and it's not just i mean a great degree i mean it's good it t- tells people you're trainable one but also i always tell people which may not be a good thing but i learned more outside of the classroom <laughs> than i did in but just from the people you meet how you learn to interact with every single different kind of person it goes so much farther than than you ever realize yeah and 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 so so that's one of the things that i stress that i mean i, I wouldn't be able to to be doing what i'd be doing without that yeah. without an education i think yeah man so um when i came to work here i started here in 2014 um yeah i think that's right follow I, yeah i started the fall of 2014 uh and i was still at mississippi state at the time right right like i was about to start like sc- classes started back in like a week or something like that yeah and uh just the way it all worked out but like the first time that I ever came back in here, uh, I was interviewing, and then you know Will Primos came in. I was initially starstruck because I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Will Primos. Right. You know, he starts asking me a few questions, this, that, and the other, and he looked at me and said, I'm not going to hire you unless you promise me you're going to finish your school. Bingo. So that's I was, right. And I was like, for one, 
okay, I'll do that. And two, I was like, my mom would hang me by my toenails anyway if I didn't finish my school. So Bingo. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah. So it was uh, like college played a very important role in, in, in my deal too. But So I'm, I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And I always try and stress that to folks. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, you know, that's not every for everyone. And I get that. But yeah. I always do, you know, stress, you know, if you can, I, it's definitely it, – do it because i mean I, i'm still paying off some you know student loans so today, but it's absolutely yeah. worth it yeah, yeah. I'm, pay, I'm still paying them off i've chipped away a good bit at right. them, thankfully but you right know. hey guys just wanted to take a quick second to tell you that you need to head on over to primos.com and check out the primos custom meal shop they're doing some incredible work over there and they have new products they have the custom box calls that they've been doing but now they also have custom grunt calls custom boot pullers euro mount plaques really incredible good looking stuff head on over to primos.com and check it out the Primo's Custom Mill Shop. You won't regret it. But it's, I mean, it's it, it's been worth every penny. And yeah. I mean, so from there, so I was, got, you know, guiding the whole time there in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right after college, did a, got had a job in uh, sales for a pipe company. It was a great job, but it, I wasn't duck hunting Just every day. It, yeah. No, it wasn't for me than, you know, nine to five. And uh, I was fortunate enough to get offered a job. I dealt with waterfowl, worked there mm-hmm. for a couple of years great great organization conservation and all the things they do for yeah. ducks and duck hunters and um but i got to see you know i never i never really knew all the things that i was doing i guess since you know i was seven that was kind of leading up yeah. to when i started working for delta that i realized that outfitting was what i wanted to do and and not, not guide but be an outfitter yeah. because i and I always say not all guides can be outfitters because it's two t- totally totally different yeah. things and but it was uh it was a couple year process of finding how it works in canada you, you can't guide unless you own zones and they it's kind of like a share hunting club type right, deal like right. you know some have to come available and then you bomb so it was it was a few years of waiting for the right area to pop yeah. up the right zones and you know made that dive that you know yeah. leap of faith and it was a, i mean it was a big one but yeah. how, I mean, how old were you when you did that th- I mean, this was this was three years ago so i mean i was 27 and i mean it was you know leaving some security for yeah. the <laughs> literally the wild west because i promise you they're in the middle of nowhere yeah. saskatchewan it's the wild yeah. west and um uh, i've been blessed fortunate enough by god and great good graces that um things have worked out that we yeah. you know we've you know we're booked for this coming up year and we've had a lot of you know just been, yeah. been blessed with great clients and great supporters like you know guys like bc and and, yeah. and different folks and and then that and and then arkansas that we yeah. do down there um uh it's it's just you know just kind of when those opportunities present themselves you just got to make the most with yeah. them and you can't if you're really gonna do it, you gotta go all in. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't. You know. I guess part of my friends would half-ass hole something. You know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's just you. You just gotta do it if you really yeah. want to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've. I mean, you've made a reputation for yourself and and I appreciate uh, that. black duck waterfowl. I mean, because I've look, I've sent people your direction. And me and you have never met each other face to face till right, today. Right. 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 But I had heard enough about your outfitting operation from other people bc, oh, man, BC being that. the most notable one right. that i was like i was like look if bc says this guy's legit hey go talk to that guy if you want to go duck hunting in canada you know i'm humble but i am yeah. I, I really am i really am i mean it's uh it, i've been fortunate to be surrounded by um really great people from guys yeah. like i mean bc to jim ronquist i mean just people yeah. around here that, that just great people duck hunters and 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 you know just listening and learning by observing doing a, doing a lot of that yeah and, and and just you know surrounding yourself with the right people yeah. is, is 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 i'm sure you know is as big of a um especially this day and age i mean you mm-hmm. got you got to surround yourself with the right people yeah. if, if you don't you're gonna you know that's yeah. that's just a you know 
and, and it just don't don't work out. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've told it. Any I said it's anybody that's landed in a good position. I promise you, they got somebody to thank. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I would. And the list of people I have to thank would be. Hell, it, I mean, it would take up the rest of the podcast, but it'd be worth it because I mean, I couldn't, you know, be doing doing half of you know what I am, and I'm yeah. I mean, because literally getting you know live out our our you know here both you know we are talking getting to, I mean, live out our dreams, talking about yeah. duck hunting, what we get to do, and I mean, you know, thank God for it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said I always tell people, you know, because I get questions just about like what I do all the time. I say, look. I heard this saying a long time ago. I love it because it's. I said, Look, I'm like a turtle on top of a fence post. I didn't get there without any help. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hold on a second. I got to write that one down. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's, it's, fact, it's factual. It's absolutely. But a hundred percent. So they're like, I want to go. I want to. I want to get to the duck hunting in Canada because yeah. that hundred yeah. percent. But before, like, so you was like a 27 year old. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, kind of taking a dive, just like and buying land. Is it buying a share or whatever? It's yeah, in you're Canada. buying you're buying an area, um, in in a guide license that they don't make any more, any or any fewer. But once I, you know, bought those, um, you know, I had that area to yeah. to run an outfit in. But gotcha. it's been about three or four years prior driving all through Canada and figuring out free right. license, you know, where right. where we wanted to be and knew yeah. where we wanted to be and and when you know found some zones that popped up in there was fortunate enough to um stumble across a a really great lodge actually we closed on that the before we headed back down to the stage was was exciting to awesome uh, own a little little piece of saskatchewan yeah um um, so we got so it was just i mean just some i mean it it was kind of you know one of those things when you look up at god and you say all right you know yeah. all right this yeah. is this is this is for real here we go yeah and it i mean some you know some things fell in place to where i mean just um you know we're we got we're set up shopping saskatchewan i mean yeah. it, it's still hard for me and my my wife I, I ashton i could could dang sure and anyone who's ever been hunting with us knows i mean she's uh she's about the backbone of this operation could <laughs> not do it without her yeah. um, but when i mean it, it it all happened fast but it's been it's been a fun ride so far yeah. and, you know i'm just looking forward to it's just getting started so we're you know was was there any like uh like a holy crap i'm 27 about to buy land was there any like nerves or were you just like like this is what i'm supposed to be doing man there were there there were you know nerves naturally about it yeah. just because i mean it was just from not i mean not having you know coming from money or anything like that it's you know it was a big financial decision one and that you know you have that trepidation naturally but it just felt so right that you know that gut feeling i always say gut god feeling what you know whatever you want to call it that the more i listen to that the better things tend to work out for me i mean you know we've all got that you know and 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 the that was that was screaming then so it uh yeah it it really it really just kind of i mean it, it, it was just what i was supposed to do yeah. it was what i was yeah. supposed to do it's like my got a buddy he's fortunate he's playing quarterback for the pittsburgh steelers devlin and yeah he undrafted free agent and next you know now he's starting the a rookie and starting for the pittsburgh steelers <laughs> but it's like they he yeah he said you know they put me in when I was seven years old at quarterback and never took me out. And I mean, for you and I, you know, duck hunting when we seven years old started duck hunting. That's, yeah. you know, all I've kind of really, really, really known for forever. So yeah. it just, just kind of fell into it yeah, naturally. It took me a while to realize, like, oh, all right, this is what I'm supposed to be this doing. This is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good feeling. It is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I can, I can relate to that. Um, so tell me about like, like Canada. As as opposed to duck hunting down here, man, it is well. One, it'll spoil your rotten. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, quick, fast, in a hurry. Yeah. Because, All I've heard is stories. I've never seen it, never done it, any of that. I mean, it's wild. Well, so I mean, you and I are, you know, in the in the Delta for mm-hmm. about a third of the year, if not more. So, right. Imagine trying to drive out into one of those fields. You know, both yards you'd make it out before you got stuck. <laughs> Up there in Canada, it's wild. You know, so we drive our trucks and trailers 
across these fields and literally set up in the dry field uh, right where you know we're gonna hunt i mean the yeah. fields are so the water table so low so it's i mean it's just a completely different scenery and it's big vast country and i mean it's literally the the wild west i mean where there's still to be politically correct first nations people and cowboys and all that stuff out yeah. there and i mean seeing i mean we have moose walk across the driveway and <laughs> the, at the lodge and i mean yeah. just big i mean a mule, it's just it's just it's, it's wild up there but yeah. it, it's, it's different i mean it's not so if you're driving you know how it is driving through the delta arkansas or mississippi right. yep. and if, if there's water out there and a lot of the fields there's there's geese here there but uh you know in, in, in most of the fields you you see when you're driving on the highway or wherever but up there you know i'll have a lot of guys when they're coming into camp like man you know we didn't really see much but the land is so vast when right that that's the, i mean the key to success is miles on your truck and and, and tanks of gas and yeah. it's just covering so much ground that I mean, when you do find them it's like i say the the hunting part is the easy part it's all okay. the other stuff that you don't see the getting permission having three guys on the road at all times finding a field for tomorrow and the next day the next day for for 60 days that when you find them and and getting permission that once you get in there if you're hid then that, that that's the easy part I mean, really in the decoys yeah because they hadn't i mean it's i mean those ducks that that's where you know you're going to find them you're not waiting for them to come down i mean you, we get pushes you know throughout the year but yeah, you know yeah. early in the season you know you're whatever time it is we're just going and driving and finding them but it's it's all the stuff you what i tell people you don't see on instagram for example that <laughs> that's that's the heart you know that's yeah. the work part of it like yeah. i mean the hunts the, the, i mean that's usually the easy part because if you find where they're at yeah i mean they're, they're coming and if you you know if you can stay hid then then you you know you're gonna kill them but it's it's hard to the hardest part is in in having a good team around me i mean couldn't do it without them but it, just burning up the roads having mm -hmm. you know three trucks on the roads at all times finding you know a field for the next day next day next day next day next day to keep that consistency yeah. going is so you're just you're just looking and finding for concentration of ducks that's and going, right that's where we're going that's right that's what, right like is there like a like you see some fields there like a there'd be some ducks out there and you're like that's not enough you know right for it's a either, hunt, you know yeah my guys they know to tell me it's either a shooter or it's not yeah and, and if it's um one might you know it might be building it you know if there's some birds that just got into a field that day that you know it's like all right we're going to keep an eye on that because you know that might be picking up some some more birds and a lot of it has you know to do with its proximity to a, to a roost that they're going to be coming off of right um so um but when you i mean when you find them and they're they're they're, they're smashing a field it's you know get permission on it yeah. and, and and go and and, and we're we, we've been really fortunate in the area that we are that we've we've i mean i've had a couple of my buddies that farmers up there that we hunt they come down to arkansas and hang out with this and yeah. develop such good relationships with with uh, those guys up there and you you wouldn't know it their accents aren't even as bad as someone for wisconsin or minnesota <laughs> which yeah. you know someone if anyone's listening from there is probably thinking well, what, the, what the, what's that slow talking redneck talking about <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it, it's funny because i mean they're they're just like us good old boys but yeah. i mean farmers from saskatchewan that I mean, when they come down here, they fit right in. Yeah. That's probably why we get along so yeah. well with them up there. So, I mean. Same style of living, just a little bit different accent. Exactly. <laughs> just a little bit different accent. That's yeah. right. And a lot colder winters for dang sure. But, they, uh, but they're they're great people. And in, 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 in that we've, around the area, we've, we've been really fortunate to yeah. get to know them. So, a lot of times it's, you know, it's just a text, hey, you know, mind if we go in the morning and, yeah and no problem they say cinder bud <laughs> <laughs> so like like what again like me as far as like dry field hunting can 100 percent, i know nothing about it right so like you find a field 
y'all gonna go y'all gonna go hunt it the next mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. i mean like walk me through it like set up all that yeah, what, so do you, what are you doing we'll drive the uh you know drive the trucks and trailers right to where we're set up have the you know headlights point you know get the blind set up um wind's the most important thing I, mm-hmm. I like you know a little bit of a crosswind kind of coming over our right shoulder sometimes we're in layout blind sometimes we're in like tangle free type you know pop a-frame style you know panel blind that yeah. where you're just sitting sitting up and but if you're hid well enough that that that's the key i mean you got to have a good I mean, we're running you know usually have 20 dozen or so combination of full body silhouette and sock decoys out there yeah. that um so i mean putting out the spread usually takes you know a solid hour but i mean it's yeah i mean it's it, it that, that's the that's the grind part of it How, hey, is, as far as like putting out a spread on a dry field i wouldn't even know where to start like i've done it on geese before right like down here hunting canada geese but right right like it's, not as like a mallard decoy that's not supposed to float in the water that's foreign language to me yeah yeah so we usually what we try to do is because for most of the guys that come with me are from mississippi and arkansas yeah. tennessee and, and and they want to kill they want to kill ducks because you know it's you know i mean duck hunting here is just frankly it's not you know what it used to be they talk about yeah. you know the glory days for you know just for that you know for guys getting to go and and they want to see just ducks do doing it right and we right. kill so what we do is um you know we'll whatever blind we're i have a lot of people say man i can't really see i'm like good you got to shoot your way out that means we're brushed in good but yeah. that that's the key is i mean is being hit first and foremost yeah. and then uh we'll put our duck decoys full body duck decoys you know square them up about 15 20 yards in front of us because that's where we want those ducks to square up and then yeah. off to the sides um we'll have our, our goose spread and we're actually running a lot more geese goose decoys than we are ducks but even okay. if we're just but it, you know those goose decoys are a lot more visible and and we're we are killing a lot of geese at the same time gotcha and depending on if we're hunting you know if we're hunting early season honkers versus if we're hunting a big snow spread we might put the you know the decoys 20 yards out in front of the blind or we might be you know literally using tall stake snow socks to hide you know put around and hide in the decoys so um you know all those variables come into play and but when we get out there i mean it's i mean it's uh i mean it's teamwork getting that spread set up and taken down every day but i mean it's once it starts happening it's it's wild i mean it's (laughs) it's it's a sure enough show i mean it's just it's 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 crazy to if you haven't i mean the only way to you can't describe it it's almost like trying to i mean describe color to a blind person it's just it's just so incredible to see what even on the best duck hunt in mississippi and arkansas just seeing what ducks and geese you know have like the you know what duck hunting if you could just draw it up perfect and it working every time it that's that's a lot of times what happens up there yeah yeah that's what i've heard and i've seen like some of the videos you post from up there and pictures and stuff i'm like golly you know it just doesn't make it it's like it just seems it looks like nothing i've ever seen down here even on the best duck hunts that i've had down here right it just looks outlandish compared to that and then i had a, a buddy of mine actually came and hunted with you i think earlier this year oh yeah uh, yeah hunter mcnear yeah that's right him yeah. and my, my brother-in-law david and ross and that crew they're yeah. a great bunch of guys and they're sure, some sure enough killers in their own right yeah um, well i won't give hunter that credit yeah <laughs> there you go not on the podcast anyway you know but no no uh, he's good great guys and they uh yeah they were up there with me and um they're uh they'll be up actually uh on the opener next year so okay can phew, watch out there there'll <laughs> be something yeah. interesting you know yeah. up on then that's for, that's for so sure how, how long what's the canada season run like opening to close so it actually so it opens up september 1st and it believe it, it doesn't close till december 15th but oh, okay. by, by that time usually last year being an exception um birds are pushed out by then so we book we we run from september 1st to the end of october and that's that's the window you can feel comfortable of the end of october beginning of november winter starting to set in and those ducks you know they're starting to they're just gone they moved on yeah yeah so i mean you can last year i mean could have gone you know for weeks but you know you just can't don't take that chance because we're you know we're big on 
you know quality hunt we always have just one one group in camp at a time and you know create that intimate experience and not just a numbers how many you know folks we can run through type deal um and that 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 helps a lot too yeah i'm sure for sure sure. it does so then after that ends you transition from down from there and go down to arkansas that's right that's right we got a um got a farm in just south of stuttgart there in arkansas that we um we've got about you know there's 20 days kind of from where it ends up there before we come crash for a few days and then uh you know yeah. you know we get most of, most everything we get ready before we go but you know there's always some always you know stuff to get ready you know putting yeah. a second layer of brush on blinds and um making sure the water's right in the woods but we just do our hunts friday saturday and sunday there to keep the pressure down and because there's and especially after being in canada it kind of in a way changes your perspective to where i always say i mean don't get me wrong like i mean we all love love hunting but i want people to come with me because you know we're gonna the camaraderie you know i can guarantee that part and you yeah. know and and but i want people to come with me because we're gonna i want you know i want to kill them we're yeah. gonna kill them and yeah that's, you want I mean, them to have a good hunt exactly I, I want if i'm not tasting blood and it doesn't you know something's not sitting right with me yeah i mean no, i get it so yeah. it's it's you know it's running you know having those quality hunts is feels a lot better than you know a few more checks rolling in and right it's just yeah. a lot, you know and it, it's you know it, you can feel as an outfitter having just that that peace of mind too knowing you're doing right by your guys yeah that it um it goes a long way i'm with, sure you know with with them and yeah. and and just just for the quality hunting it, it really helps yeah tell me how like like how much like the difference between like another like scouting process and we just went over that how you do that in canada mm-hmm. how does that transition like what what is your process for in, in arkansas like figuring out where you're gonna hunt well it's it's so much i mean it's 20 times easier honestly so yeah. we're on but just because you know the you know got about a thousand acres we're confined to which is you know a good amount of acreage but up there it's hundreds of square miles that we're working yeah. you know driving around in so it's you know we're going to be hunting you know maybe one of eight spots and uh you know we got a couple other spots scattered out <clears throat> a little little farms but you know our general main area there you know it's a it's a you know we've we've got a, a rest area that's that's key in in holding ducks right um, not hunting the afternoon and having a rest area to uh keep ducks and hold ducks yeah. throughout the year a spot that they know they can sit and be comfortable and not get messed with those are the, really the two most important things i think for having yeah. a good duck farm in in, in yeah. the southern states you know that that's really key yeah. because um you don't you don't shoot afternoons at all no no gotcha. not once until the the uh, we've got we've got a spot you know spots for afternoon or we're going you know afternoon speckle belly hunting but yeah. the quickest yeah. way to turn your place into a a roost hole is shooting in the afternoon and and it can happen quick fast in a hurry um, yeah if you got a place for them to rest and you hunt till you know 10 o'clock and you know three of four days a week you're gonna have consistent duck hunting as the you know when those pushes of weather come in you can count on pushes of ducks coming in and, yeah and, and if it doesn't then you need to find another lease yeah. <laughs> see, see I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear you say that though because i mean i'm sure you've heard it too there's people debate back and forth on that somebody like, can you right. shoot my afternoon it doesn't matter but, yeah i couldn't disagree more on that one yeah yeah it's, yeah it's, i mean afternoon hunting because people people ask me you know that man second after shooting like they're they're pouring into my pl- my place when i'm out there and you know, i was like well yeah you're hunting in the afternoon i mean yeah. it, it, you know when they get in there it gives them all, you know, the rest of the day to get in there and get comfortable. And they're, you know, they're going to come back steady in the morning. I mean, it's going to, some mornings are going to be better than others, but it's going to be consistent. Don't, yeah. you know, kind of, for lack of a better term, blow your load all at once, you know, and, you know, shooting them up in the, you know, afternoon for the first, you know, week or two of the season. Yeah. And, and then, you know, they're coming in at dark and that's it. And yeah. Leaving out in the morning and going somewhere else. So, yeah. I mean, that that's the way to, especially, you know, you know with the with how duck hunting is these days i mean that's just what you got to really do to stack the odds in your favor of, yeah in my opinion duck, 
don't mean it's right, but that's just from what what I've seen is, yeah. is, is the way, I mean, to kind of prolong, sustain success on on whatever piece of ground you're you're hunting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obviously worked for you. Yeah, we, it, it, we've been fortunate enough to where, I mean, it, it has, it has. It's uh, It's been a good formula for success is, you know, not over pressure, not hunting the afternoons and yeah. have a place for them to stay comfy, then you're going to, you know, yeah. have consistent shooting. Yeah. And yeah for sure um how much you hear this or i've heard this like down here all the time they're like man uh and you can answer it because you've done both they say like the mm-hmm. when the birds get down here you know in, in canada when they haven't been hunted yet and then when they make it down here they're so much more calling decoy shy right 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 is I mean, there any truth to that man I, I, it is i mean there's no doubt about it i mean because there's i mean literally some days that you could go put out one mojo sit on the tailgate of your truck in a dry field in canada and shoot eight limits of ducks huh. and, and that is no lie on the right days um <laughs> and seeing that i mean it's crazy but yeah, yeah i mean literally i mean the, but the pressure does um does affect them and especially yeah. the later in the season it gets i mean the uh i mean even when i'm doing my, my commercial hunting or hunting in the public woods at the end of the season i've got six of my best looking decoys a jerk string and just doing and, and clucking feeding quacking at them yeah and not calling hard at them because i mean that pressure's there and they're oh you know, for I mean, sure it's it, that the um you know i don't buy into the short stopping the ducks as much as i mean yeah. but the 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 fly the 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 pressure absolutely i mean yeah. and you gotta and you gotta you know adapt with that earlier in the season we're using we're calling more out and they're more call responsive when i say the what i say is when the leaves are on the trees you can call out them more yeah. um run bigger bigger spreads and then as the leaves come off cut down on your call and cut down on you know maybe the size of your decoy spread mm-hmm. and making it more lifelike and that that goes a long way um because you don't have to um numbers aren't always better um yeah especially down here i mean if you're you know literally sometimes nine of the right looking decoys can be the sometimes the best thing in a the, you know that and a jerk string yeah and sometimes <laughs> over calling is is <laughs> is huge i mean i've got a spot where you know the uh, like big blind we hunt call the point and 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 they're coming and it's <laughs> i mean even if i saw them, you know decent on a duck call that i mean i it's gonna, they're they're coming and you know if if they're coming let them let them come yeah. on i mean yeah it's interesting to hear you say that from someone who has a background like duck calling like you do oh yeah but i, I can remember like when i when i was first getting into duck hunting mm-hmm. and i felt like i probably sounded awful but when i figured out how to like i thought i sounded halfway decent right right boy i was quacking every you know i just non-stop oh and, yeah it's kind of, I, mean, I can't sing for a lick but i'm sure if i was a good singer i'd want to hear myself sing yeah, it's yeah, kind of like you know right. like that yeah well and then i can remember you know as i started getting a little bit older starting to figure it out you know kind of like you said like if the, you know if the ducks are coming then why are you you know don't the, the need right. for the call kind of goes out the window right, you know right and then so, honestly some of the best duck hunts i've been on you know you didn't need to call that much you know they just already wanted to be where we were that's you know? the truth i mean that's the, i mean finding where they want to be and being there and and not and just don't mess it up from there yeah. stay hidden don't mess it up that's yeah. i mean that i mean it kind of sounds you know like they say kiss keep it simple stupid it's i mean keep it simple literally stay as if that's probably the you know i you you never go to a place there's just you know hunting etiquette of you know oh you y'all guys need to be brushed up better and stuff but that that's probably the biggest thing is 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 concealment especially down here is is you i mean go overkill on wherever you're hiding and i mean a lot of times it doesn't have to match exactly what you're you know the terrain i think as much as as long as your cover because there's different kind of trees that yeah. grow up on everything but you got to stay covered keep your dang head down on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know and and you know just have a lifelike spread of what you saw there the day before and you know 
you'll, you'll, kill, you'll kill ducks. Yeah. I probably That's probably one of the most common mistakes I see is people underestimating how good they can see. Yeah. You know, just like thinking, oh, I'm hitting good enough. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> one of the things that, that made right. me be even more picky towards that is now, like, when we, like, filming a duck hunt is probably, not, not probably, when we film a duck hunt, that's the most difficult thing that we do as far as filming i don't i believe it elk deer turkey whatever that when we do a duck hunt it is a full-scale production mm-hmm. you know pardon the pun a little bit there but i mean like it is a like See? i mean it is a like it's i mean as far as like hiding the cameras yeah i mean yeah. getting everything hid getting even like i mean all i mean it's like a it has to be done right yeah yeah or it just or it's just not gonna work that's right and I've, I've heard some logic from um, i think it was it was maybe it was Jake Latondras and Jimbo talking about it, but it literally, I mean, because if you think about it, it's a big eye looking at them at the sky, and I mean, you got to have that on them to. So I mean, yeah, it, it's it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I I credit, and this is one thing I'm not. I I've got a iPhone that you know if you saw it posted by me, that's what it was taken on. But credit <laughs> to you, camera guys, because. That electronic part of the brain, I I, I didn't get as much of yeah. it as y'all did because I mean, touche. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a it, it, that's that's an art in itself. Man. Well, look, like I'll tell you, probably, like I don't know, and I'll just pull a number out of the air that I think it's kind of close to it. Like probably for every duck hunt you see on a primo show, right? There's probably like with like probably one out of four work you know hey d- don't feel bad because that's every other duck hunting show i've talked to too <laughs> yeah so, i mean, I mean just, but that's it's just so it. much there's it's like so the room for error is like so big there you know it's just like something you think you're hid good and you're not like and, and, mm-hmm. you know this like mallards are the worst you'll have every oh, now and yeah. then you'll have some gadwalls or sho- your spoon you mm-hmm. know shovelers come in and save the day They're like decoys <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> the mallards yeah. will go nah bro <laughs> yeah nah, I've, I've seen that saw that one last week yeah, yeah. and, and, and that. that's the thing with I, t- I tell a lot of people you know is if a lot of people have drones i'm i don't because i crash it in 20 <laughs> minutes but uh heck that that's giving myself credit not 20 minutes it'd be shorter than that but anyway <laughs> it, it, a lot of people have them and i say you know whatever your setup is go look at it with the drone yeah and usually when they do, they bring about four or five more brush loads did, of brush because did, I mean, yeah. from that bird's eye, literally bird's eye view of what those ducks are looking at, that in, in, in vertical brush, believe it or not, kind of when you're stacking up on a blind and it's sticking up, look makes it look more boxy than when you actually lay it on yeah. top, um, which is kind of a something I've noticed just looking, you know. Had a bunch of different videos and, and things, but yeah, it, you know, if you have one of those, utilize it to see what yeah. those ducks are seeing because you you'd be surprised how much you know one shining face can oh look can ruin a hunt. So we were um, this is like we've like drones have updated since then, but then what like we I can remember one day we were duck hunting at Cottonmouth, and uh, we killed a few ducks, but they like we swore up and down we were hit. Like even like everyone, like mm-hmm. we're hid, we're you know, and uh, we had a drone. Like I think that was the first drone we ever had. Like they said, the technology for them has has improved significantly since then. But we were like, so I can't remember who had the idea. They're like, you know what? Let's fly this drone up. Let's look at the spread. Let's look at everything. Right. And we went and we filmed, and it was like this was such an old of a drone. You kind of you you like now drones these days. You got a viewfinder. You can see it, you know, while you're filming it. This one, we had to, like, fly it around and then take it back to the house and put it in the computer and look at it. We pulled it up. We were like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, no wonder they were flaring. Yep, yep. They, I mean, so, I mean, it especially was a, if it's a cloudy day, I mean, it's. That's the worst. I mean, yeah, it's 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 tough. I yeah. mean, it's tough. I if mean, it's a cloudy day, like, don't you dare look up at the sky when like, oh, you just wait. That's the dang truth. Uh, yeah, that's the dang truth. Yeah, like, I think some of, like, the best duck hunts I've filmed, like, if you were look, like, I can remember one time particularly, like, we were having a, an awesome duck hunt, and I was filming, and Troy was one of the ones shooting, and Troy, like, right. went to, like, turn to say something to me, like, a something like, man, isn't that awesome? He turned and looked. He's like, where's Lake? Like, I mean, I was in there like i think there was like that, my, my lens popping out exactly <laughs> exactly and i mean that's how i mean to get it on camera especially i mean because it's i mean 
I like, I mean, actually, I don't like hunting with a camera. Not even gonna lie. I, I mean, it's, it's just it's, so hard. It's I just, don't blame I, you. It's but, so much harder. I, <laughs> the guys, you know, they'll they'll inbox me all the time on Instagram or whatever, and they're asking like questions about filming a duck hunt, and I'll be like, man, look, I'm just being honest with you. Are you filming for a show? No. Okay, leave the camera. Like leave that camera. Like yeah. hey, you won't. You are not going to find me filming a duck hunt for fun. Like, no. <laughs> like I enjoy. I can don't get me wrong. Like, but when, I mean, we do it for the show because you know we we're making a show and we all enjoy duck hunting. Right. But yeah. If I'm just going duck hunting, nah, negative. Like <laughs> right there with you, Ghost Rider. <laughs> Neg ne- ain't happening. It is not happening. Exactly. It's hard enough without it. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. And it's. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know everything else. It's kind of got to change and adapt with you know to. Yeah. Kind of what you know, you know the whatever the migration kind of sends our way. And, yeah. You know, but so far it's been a good one, and I think yeah. you know a lot of people around the state and. Arkansas and Louisiana, other places are having a yeah. pretty good, solid start to the season here yeah. in the South. And I think it's gonna. I mean, it's not gonna be any worse than last year. It's gonna, <laughs> it can't be any worse. That was the worst I've seen. Yeah. And since, but it's it's already looking better. Yep. It's, it's already there've been a few good. We've had a few good shoots, and uh, yeah, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, th- I think so. Anyway, uh, I'm trying to think if I left anything out. Oh, I've already I've already had you. For, 43 minutes man really it's a time warp in here no kidding good yeah. time uh, go, goes by fast when you're having fun <laughs> I, I reckon yeah. uh what do you think about like i heard you talk about like jerk string and um like mojos or whatever mm-hmm. like like how important to you is having some movement on the water very uh very and, and a jerk string is way more important than a mojo yeah and especially now in mississippi um if you feel like you got to use a mojo um and I will sometimes too. Put it behind something. Go put it behind a bush. Go put it really? behind a tree for when those ducks are finishing, because they they don't want to, especially you know here they don't want to see that just flapping. So when they're making a pass, like if you're in the woods or if you're in a buck bus slough or something like that, huh. I put it right next to a. a like under a buck brush because what they're looking for there it's that flapping of a wings yeah you know just catching that glimpse of a flapping of the wings and especially when they're finishing if you got to have one out there i tuck it off to the side to where i mean it's it's behind something to where you know it's it's they're seeing that flash that's interesting and they're not seeing a mojo if that makes got, yeah sense. So you're not just sticking it in the middle you're no no gotcha no not it's not like canada where i got three squared up right in yeah. front of me i've got i've got one like if we're uh, I mean, like in the woods, I'll have one. I mean, not in the. It's not even in our hole. It's it's off to our side, off uh, on you know our our farm. It's off to the side in the woods where they're having their. You know, we'll see a little bit of flashing, you know, through the canopy, yeah. and I still got that on a remote. And when it gets when they're about a you know they're a past or two from giving it up, I turn it off. Really? Yo, yeah. I mean, a, a mojo. I think now just. And, and that's for that goes for mallards, and that's what yeah, you know yeah, we're yeah. offering. I mean, if right. it teal's a different story, they're and, the craftier that, ones, yeah. Right, right. So, and but a, a jerk string is, I mean, for every, if I was you know blanketing all the duck hunters in Mississippi, and I would, and you had a choice of mojo, your duck call, and a jerk string, bring the jerk string. Really? Yep. Okay. That, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I could see. I, I, I honest, honestly, I, if. I can't think of any time where I've actually had a mojo out down here. It's mm-hmm. usually either a jerk string or yeah. uh or uh what are you calling things? I don't know. It's like those uh I don't know, it looks like a feeding duck and it flaps and spins, right, spins right. away. Something yeah, like it's that. Creating but it's, that motion it, in yeah, the water. Yeah, but yeah. jerk string's usually the go to. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because I mean those ducks are moving in and that's one thing too is use that jerk string like a duck call a little bit. I see a lot of people they'll like when the ducks are about to come land especially when it's a more open area they're pulling on that jerk string i mean there's not going to be i mean have when that you know kind of like when those ducks are off and they're about to make that maybe that last pass and you know they're they're banking corner you know pull it a good little bit and then when they're getting ready to set up you know there's a little bit of ripples going through the spread there's not just a you know 
you know a lot of commotion yeah. to, to you know kind of you don't want them something to yeah you to, don't want to be just yeah yeah just surpri- constantly pulling on it prizing ducks down here it usually don't work out <laughs> yeah yeah i uh, could like uh uh, the first time that I had a – this is a funny story that I'm going to tell on myself. Um, we were on public land. This is when I was in high school, and I just ha- – I was big-timing now because I had a jerk string. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And, uh, like – and so these these – I think it was – I mean, it wasn't like a big wad of mallards. I think it was like three or four of them. But they were mallards, and we were on public grand- mm-hmm. ground and in high school, so we were flipping. We were like, you know. And they were actually working pretty good. And in, like, getting caught up in it, I completely forgot about – the jerk string like i'd set everything up and i had it and then like they were like committed like coming and all of a sudden i remember oh yeah my jerk string and i just (laughs) yank on it real hard and they they didn't they were not impressed right 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 so i see what you mean by like surprising them yeah exactly i mean if they're coming let them come you know just you know don't it's kind of you know don't mess it up when they're when they're on their way like you know have the times like a turkey and don't you yell know, up to a turkey when he's walking to you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And don't call out a duck that's cupped up and coming to you. I mean, they're you know, don't leave fish to find fish. You know, all that <laughs> yeah. they all become cliches for a reason. It's I the mean, same it's mindset. A, yeah, that's exactly right. It makes that's sense. Exactly right. But yeah, well, man, like, honestly, I think we covered like pretty much all the things that I wanted you to come on this podcast for. Awesome. Like, uh, so with, uh, if I, I'm, if I'm, I'm sure I'm probably leaving some stuff out, but that's just as a product of my own poor memory, but uh well, yeah, we can do man. that one next time then yeah yeah <laughs> i've had a good time so, uh, before yeah man th- again thanks for coming my, um my pleasure before we get out of here how can people find you on instagram facebook any of that stuff yeah so we're um black duck waterfowl you can find um us at black duck underscore waterfowl on instagram um my handles tj underscore mallet um facebook any of that sort you know any of the social media platforms right. yeah. you know i mean these days you just type in black duck waterfowl and yeah. we've got our, our website too is also black duck waterfowl.com gotcha. so any of that and um i'm pretty i'm I'm easy to get a hold of so um i never you know mind answering questions about you know other than where I, you know uh, other than gps coordinates i'll help you out <laughs> <laughs> i understand ta- yeah and when we post this we'll tag you on everything so people can find That's it and all that great, great yeah but uh anyhow man yeah sure i sure enjoyed it oh and, man um, this has been great and it's, it sure as heck don't feel like an hour i feel like we've been talking about five minutes <laughs> yeah i know it That's, the things happen when you talk about fun stuff like hunting and all that but yeah uh, no kidding uh guys that's gonna do it for us today hope y'all enjoyed it again uh look up tj on instagram and black duck waterfowl uh as always if you have any more questions uh the primo's facebook page primo's instagram page uh my personal page whichever one you want to do doesn't matter i promise you uh we'll get to it and see it in some sort of fashion uh but yeah that's it thank you for listening to speak the language podcast